Hello and welcome to the Financial Architect for Canadians, where we're giving you the tools to build a solid financial You're future. You're listening to the Financial Architect for Canadians with Alin Godfroy and Glenn Baccaro. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that most of you would probably really consider boring. We're going to talk about insurance, the different types of insurance you can get and why it's beneficial to you to have insurance. And I know some people don't want to pay for it, yada, yada, yada. But we're going to share some stories with you today where hopefully you're going to see the light of being well-prepared. And well-prepared means being insured for life and things that happen. Exactly. I'm going to let Lynn take it away for you. Uh, So when it comes to disability insurance, you may have short and or long-term disability through your employer. If you have short-term, so if you have a benefits booklet, uh, you'll definitely want want to see what type of coverage you have. If it's short-term, so short-term will typically cover... Um, the first four months, potentially up to two years. And then long-term disability um, may cover you between that four months and two years, sometimes may extend to age 65. So it just depends on the structure of your plan. Uh, Most, again, look at your benefits booklet, most um, company disability plans will cover you for two-thirds of your wage. Uh, So something to keep in mind. So you may want to look at having a top up if you're not able to work. So you can make sure. Unfortunately, we see a lot of people they're living at, you know, 110 or 120 percent of their income because they have loans, lines of credit and credit cards. Uh, So looking at having a top up uh, may be a good idea. And the other thing I see, too, is that we're also busy insuring our car, our house, our iPhone, electronic devices, right? Uh, I'm going to insure my iPhone, but I'm going to bypass. Right. So I look at those are your eggs, right? Well, I'm the goose that lays the golden (laughs) eggs. If I'm not working, I'm not out producing and making an income. I need to make sure that I can still pay for my house. I can still, you know, if I get in a car accident, I want to make sure that my car is covered. I find that so many Canadians are concerned about paying for all of these different insurances that they're not looking at their most valuable asset, which is your ability to go out and earn an income. Right. So super important. So one thing is disability insurance. And then the second thing is having critical illness insurance. So God forbid you're diagnosed with cancer, you have a heart attack, stroke, uh, you're paralyzed, you run a coma. Um you lose your vision, you lose your hearing. Um, depending on the company, some companies will cover four. Um, there's four major illnesses that about 90% of the population will, will claim on if they have a critical illness. So heart attack, cancer, stroke, coronary bypass surgery. Uh, but some plans will cover up to 25 illnesses. Um, there are also plans that will cover your children. And what happens, you get a lump sum payment um, depending on um, what your affordability is. Could be fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, a million. Just depends on how much you want to pay for. You're diagnosed with cancer. They give you a lump sum of a hundred thousand dollars. You can do what you want with that money to help yourself get better. So if you want to go for treatment in the states, if you're having to travel to Toronto um, to see a doctor there, uh, maybe pay for some um, room and board for a family member to be with you. Uh, perhaps if you're diagnosed with MS and you end up in a wheelchair and need to make modifications with your home, you don't have to show proof of what you use that money for. You can use it for anything that you want. Nice. And I've had cases. I have a client. Um, it was a few years ago. We talked about uh, her financial plan and her family, and she had 
it was four or five family members that had had cancer. It was just, you know, it was That's just one of, one, of, one of 10 or 11 kids and mom had it and a few siblings. And so we talked about critical illness insurance. So she bought it thinking, and I had to go with a sort of a non-traditional plan. It was a little more expensive because she's considered higher risk. It's in her family. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Turns out right before Christmas, she had a heart attack. Oh, so, wow. you know, I, I mean, I thought if anything, she would potentially be diagnosed with cancer. So she had a heart attack um, and she owned a business. So thankfully, uh, she was able to have someone come in and run her business for her so that she could take time to get better. Because when you have a heart attack, what happens? People usually go back to work. They go back to their old routine. They don't take time to take the proper steps to get better. And then they end up having another heart attack. So right. this woman was extremely thankful that she had that coverage and she was able to take time off of work, pay her bills, have someone else run the business and focus on getting better. So that's really the value of having critical illness. Yes, there's a cost. Yes, there's a you know premium, but it's so much nicer to be able to have that affordability to pay your bills than have to worry about someone doing you know, a pasta dinner fundraiser, yes. you know, asking your family, you know, hey, do you mind helping, you know, cut the grass or let my dog out because I'm going to be going for treatments versus, you know, them giving you money because you don't have the funds to be able to pay your mortgage or your regular bills. So if critical illness is something of importance to you, uh, if you want to learn more about it, you can get in touch with us. There's a lot of information online. Just be careful about the information that you read and, and some of the different companies. There are a lot of wonderful companies out there, um, but there's some that they can get a little more uh, expensive and it may not be the most comprehensive coverage for you that you would like to have. Talk to me a little bit about critical care insurance for your children and how what you've set up for your son. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing this for almost 20 years and I've unfortunately come across a lot of people that... Um, their children have developed epilepsy uh, and have seizures. Um, some have had been diagnosed with type one diabetes. Um, I have a client, uh, their daughter had cancer and they were going back and back and forth yeah. to Toronto. And yes, the Ronald McDonald house is amazing. They stay there, they're fed, there's no cost there, but it's the using up your vacation time and then having to take time off of work. And you may have short-term disability, but they're not paying 100% of your wage if you're right. going off on a stress leave, right? So every every plan that you have is different through your employer. Um, so when I had my son, I knew I wanted to have a plan for him because I have my business. If I'm not working, I'm not earning an income. And just from seeing so many people struggle, I thought if something happens to Austin, I want to make sure that we have coverage. So he has a critical illness insurance policy. I pay for it. it. He was born in November. Um, I had to wait three, until he was 30 days old to purchase the policy. And I pay in December once a year. To me, it's a Christmas present for myself because it's my peace of mind. So the plan is... That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, it, it is a gift to me. Yeah. And so what happens is I'll pay for it for the next 20 years. I pray to God every day that nothing happens to him and I don't collect the uh, insurance benefit. Um, and in 20 years, if I decide that I don't want the policy anymore, I get all of the premium back that I paid into it. And or the other thing that I could do, he's 20, it's paid up. I don't have to add any, I don't have to pay for the plan anymore. I can continue to own the policy. And if I wanted to, at some point in the future, I could turn it over to him. But let's say he's 35 years old and I don't know, unfortunately ends up with cancer. Then if I'm the owner, I get the lump sum benefit. 
or if I turn over the ownership to him, he would get the lump sum benefit. Well, it's kind of like win-win-win all the way around. Yeah. Much. Should exactly. anything happen? Yeah. God forbid. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. some people would argue with me, well, you could take that money and, and put it into an investment and maybe you'd have more. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Because all I'm getting back in 20 years is the premium I put in. So there's no interest that accumulates in there. Right. So yeah, that would be, I guess, the only downfall. There's always that one or, you know, one or two people that like to poke holes in it for me. Um, I'm okay with that. I'd rather know that that money is being yeah set aside i've seen young families really struggle and yeah, you know i love my business i love my clients but if my son gets sick then i'm doing whatever i need mm-hmm. to do taking him wherever i need to go and i don't have to worry about the financial aspect because i have that coverage i guess it comes down to what is peace of mind to you and what is it worth to you <laughs> right like if people want to put that money in investments or whatever you got to look at how much accessibility are you going to have mm-hmm towards those investments should anything happen to your children, right? So, hey, yeah, it's a, whatever peace of mind costs you. Mm-hmm. So I know that um, I, I see it so many times on posted on Facebook about people hosting pasta fundraisers because their kids are sick and they have to travel back and forth either to London or to Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, take care of them. And um, like Evelyn had said earlier, if nobody can predict the future, but if, if, they would have been a little bit more better prepared and mm-hmm. had a, an insurance policy where they wouldn't have to be relying on fans, friends and family to raise funds for them. You know, instead they'd just be asking, can you cut the grass? Can you, <laughs> can you yeah. put my dog out? You know? And, and some people don't even know that this product is available. And then some people think, well, you know, if I buy the policy, something bad's going to happen to my child. Like I've gotten that objection wow. before yeah. too. Um, you That's know really projecting. Well, let me tell you. Jeez. Anyway, like I said, I've been doing this over almost 20 years and I've got all kinds of different answers. Yeah. You know what? I, you can also look at it as a forced savings. You know what? In 20 years, you know, my plan is, I'm not, you know, is to continue on with the coverage right. and make sure we always have it. Um, but in 20 years, then you've got this money built up then you can use it for some education funds for your kids. You can help them do a down payment right. on a house, right? So the the cheapest policy, um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, the one company we have, I believe is $35 a month. So there's a ton of different variations out there. Um, but I mean, if you're going to spend 35 bucks a month at Tim Hortons or whatever yeah. else, would you, would you rather do that and have your coffee um, every morning? Or would you rather have the peace of mind knowing that, God forbid, something happens to one of your kids, you have the affordability to make sure you can keep paying your bills, to take time off of work. And take care of your family. Yeah. All right. It's all about decisions and choice that you make, right? Exactly. So that's two very important uh, types of insurance to consider would be disability and critical care insurance. And we've discussed those at length. Another one that I want to bring to your attention is travel insurance. Now, we are a border town. We're located here in Windsor and literally Detroit is five minutes away. You jump in to either on the bridge or you go through the tunnel and you are in another country. And I think what a lot of us here, Canadian residents, especially in Windsor, they don't consider that fact that they're entering into another country. So because we have like great healthcare here with OHIP in Ontario and such, they think that they're going to be covered for a lot of things should something happen in the States. Mm -hmm. And that is just not the case. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't cost you like it's going to cost you, but like it takes a fraction of your time to make a phone call to an insurance company to get like a day trip uh, insurance plan. Mm -hmm. 
for something, you know, just to go over for the day. Yeah, or ball game. If yeah. you're going for a ball game, going to the zoo, hockey yeah. game, shopping. Yeah. I, I'm going to share a little personal story with you. I uh, went to Michigan to pick up a friend at the airport. This is going back now 15 years, but it uh, happened in February. Actually, we just celebrated the 15 year anniversary on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I got stuck on, not stuck, but while we picked up my friend at the airport and while traveling back on I-96, I lost control of my Chevy Blazer on some black ice and was T-boned by a semi-truck. So needless to say, I, I nearly lost my life. I ended up in two hospitals in Michigan. Uh, the first hospital I was brought to when the ambulance came basically looked at the level of my injuries and said, we're not equipped to deal with the injuries that, uh, you know, I had sustained. They were talking to my wife at the time. So I had to be transported to Ann Arbor, which was the number one trauma care unit in all of the United States. And those guys saved my life, but it's not cheap. And you got to pay for everything when you end up in one of those hospitals in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And when all was said and done, I spent two weeks in a hospital and my bill was nearly $400,000. So I'm, I can't just pull out my credit card and say, hey, <laughs> charge it, you know? So uh, what happened was my wife at the time was at the University of Windsor. So she had insurance through uh, the University of Windsor and I was on her pl- family plan. <laughs> and then we also had auto insurance and OHIP covered, I think it was like $500 or something. Like it, was, it was like oh something like That's very, very minimal. Wow. They took care of something. But what ended up happening was lawyers got involved. The insurance companies between the auto and the university ended up getting involved. Like it, it got to the point I was getting phone calls from collection agencies like daily. And you're trying um, to get better. Yeah. <laughs> trying to recover I can't even um, imagine that. from, from this accident. And I had almost $400,000 bill that I had to pay uh, to the University of uh, Michigan in, in hospital in Ann Arbor. They're calling me daily insurance companies got involved they were they were hammering out on who had to pay what thankfully everything got taken care of um the university of windsor ended up paying the majority of the bill i think there was still like fifty thousand dollars that was left Mm -hmm. that had to be taken care of and the university of michigan hospital just basically went ah forget it (laughs) they just dropped it after a while so um all this to say just because we're on a bordering town and you live in Ontario and you think you're going to be covered, you're not. Get travel insurance. It's well worth the $25 you're going to pay for the day to go over, you know, and the peace of mind. And people just don't realize, I'm going to go to a Tiger game. I'm going to go see the Red Wings play. Mm-hmm. You trip and fall. You hit your head. You end up in the hostel. You have to pay for every single thing. Like the reception is going to give you like stationary for an appointment. If you have to get an x-ray, like at the ride to the hostel, if you take an ambulance, you have to pay for everything. So I just can't stress enough. Mm-hmm. Travel insurance, travel insurance, travel insurance. Get it if you're going across the border. It's well worth the investment. So you have been listening to The Financial Architect for Canadians. I'm Glenn Picaro. This is Lynn Godfrey. And we're so happy that you tuned in with us. We're helping to give you the tools for a stable and solid financial future. We'll check you next time. Go out and make it a great day.